0: Try to imagine all life as you know it stopping instantaneously and every molecule in your body exploding at the speed of light.
1: Total protonic reversal. Protonic reversal. Protonic reversal.
0: With the common neutron.
2: Transprotonic Reversal And you Are here
0: Yeah Oh.
2: So great to be here On a excessively warm Easy bake oven style morning Mission District San Francisco Top floor of the Radio Valencia building Oh man We are in the middle of a heat wave There's nothing more interesting than people talking about the weather, isn't it? (laughs) As always, the song you're hearing is Ozark Bowtie by the excellent band Tilts That is the Botanical Versal theme song Featuring none other than last week's S Mr. Andrew Elsner from Tilts And also from Torch Great tune. Highly recommend it. they got a new one coming out. Uh, Go Google that to figure out uh, what's going on with it. (laughs) I think you can get it on a Kickstarter or something. Who knows? But here we are. We are talking. We are rocking. We are going to do a whole lot of fighting. More loving, really. More loving, perhaps. I don't know. You tell me. It's a lovely Thursday in the Mission. I'm gonna uh, premiere you something. This this is a something by a little band from Milwaukee, Wisconsin called Body Futures, and I think you're gonna like it. It's a it's a unique little slab of, slab of something something, and I, I, I'm totally for. The, I got I gotta tell you, these guys they put on a, a great show. It's it's fantastic and. I hope the Bay Area gets to experience that at some point. They, they have kind of like all the things I really love about, you know, Dismemberment Plan before they went down this sort of weenie <laughs> path that they went down that, that didn't really interest me. Uh, there's a pop sensibility to it, but, uh, you know, it's no easy. This, this is probably one of the more aggressive songs. But uh, this is called, uh, a very long title. It's called, and there's a lot of parentheses, so I'm going to read it out for you, but This is in parentheses. That's a big smile. And then another parentheses, for someone about to drown. Uh, This is Body Futures. 1,000. Dead Rider. That is off of a record called Chills on Glass. One of the fellas from U.S. Maple rocking it. It's a record I've been listening to a lot lately. I didn't, uh, didn't, didn't quite get it at first. I was like, oh, there's a lot going on here. But some subtle jams on there. Before that, we had Body Futures with That's a Big Smile for Someone About to Drown. This is Radio Valencia, and you are listening to...
3: Protonic Reversal. It's
2: Protonic Reversal, indeed. What, can we say that again? Are we listening, what are we listening to? We're listening to...
1: Protonic Reversal.
2: There we go, a little more high pitch. That's good. People, we have a good show today. Very shortly, we're going to be speaking with one Mr. Andrew Falcus, a.k.a. Falco of the excellent band Feature of the Left, uh, McCluskey very intelligent, erudite interesting man I highly look forward to it then in the second hour we're going to be speaking with Bill Taylor from Songs for Snakes who have a new record coming out called The Year of the Snake and he's going to be in studio in this sweltering sweaty studio talking about that should be a good time Stay with me. So, played a little mission bingo on the way in to the studio this morning. There's a few good ones. There There was the sauntering fellow, Smoking a Blunt, who didn't really seem to have any place to go, but nonetheless was taking up the entire sidewalk. There was the oblivious woman on the cell phone kind of moving in a zigzag direction. You'll notice that all of these things are things that impeded my progress from getting from point A to point B, which is is what the focus of this particular segment is. I'm going to say I did not notice any human feces today. So that's I'm, I'm going to call that a win. I'm going to call that a win and and and, and walk out. But mission bingo was sadly incomplete this morning. And I'm I'm inconsolable, really. It's 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 hard for me to Consider going on with the show, but somehow I'm gonna gonna muster through. And we have a, we're gonna have Falco on, and it's it's gonna be fun. And we're, we're gonna play some uh, we're gonna play some more tunes. This right now is a... a band called Turbo Lightning. I played them on a previous show. Like them a lot. And this is a song called Perfect Swell.
0: Flying is fearful of me, and I covered my eyes when she told me the news, telling me I'm with my lightsaber cock sucking. Are you coming?
3: Are you coming? Are you
0: coming? Are you coming? Are you coming? Are you coming? You stain on account of a crutch, and I'm making from fucking too much. And I know what I'm doin' it all points to you. Did you sell me to love Fearful, I'm fearful of flying, and flying is fearful of me. And I covered my eyes when she told me the news, turning me on with my lightsaber cocksucking.
2: lightsaber cocksucking blues and you know, it's impossible to, to say that title without smiling that was by the much departed band McCluskey off of the McCluskey Do Dallas record from 2002 wow nuts okay before that we had Perfect Swell by Turbo Lightning which is off of the Faster Than Light record that came out um, last year uh, late last year Late this year, early this year. Who knows? Anyway. It's great. Point of fact is it's great. Uh, Listen to that, because it's great. (laughs) This is Protonic Reversal. Could not be more professional. We could not be more professional here. You are correct, Conan. Uh, Well, something's broadcasting now, isn't it? it? Sure is. Couldn't tell you exactly what it is, but it's something, all right. So... We're going to hear from a uh, a very, very awesome man shortly. And I figure I'll, I'll play you a baby picture, sure. But let's play something a little more recent. So this is, is Donnie of the Decks. And when we come back, why don't we talk to Andrew Falcus, a.k.a. Falco, from Future the Left. Sound good? All right. Johnny of the Decks by Future the Left. A, a, a great little, I would say almost a Devo-esque jam off of the excellent How to Stop Your Brain in an Accident record. And on the phone, and you can use your air quotations however you like, we have one Mr. Andrew Falcus.
4: Hey, how's it going?
2: Hey, Falco. How you doing?
4: I'm pretty good. It's a good day. The weather is good, and I know that that means Julia will be in a better mood because she's Australian and she's not so much affected by the seasons as entirely determined by them, you know. She, um, then, yeah, it's all good. I went for a run this morning and it it's, yeah, it's, it ate a potato, ate some chicken from a packet. <laughs> can't, can't beat today. today. Sounds like a party, yeah. <laughs> today is a good day. All, all that isn't happening is some kind of sporting event um, with which to distract oneself from work and then you know, it would be it would be completely perfect.
2: Well, I could uh, I could help a little bit with that. I could do some of this. We could do some some cheering, maybe. Does that Does that make you feel like in a more sporty mood?
4: No, I'm not not believing that. No, <laughs> I'm not I'm not there in that moment.
2: I could try to kick you a ball, but it's going to be a while to get over there because you are indeed in the UK, which I think it's uh, about uh, 7 p.m. on Monday or something over there right now, right? <laughs>
4: It's half four on Thursday, as you well know. <laughs> I do know that.
2: So I hope you don't mind, but I played a baby picture as well as a a more, a more recent one. Uh, I, I played a, I played a song off of the McCluskey to Dallas record, which that's a, yes, that's, that's been fun. twelve years since that came out, right? Yes,
4: it's a long time. It does feel like a does feel like several lifetimes ago? Um, but yeah, you know, so this um, is a good record. So yeah, play by all means play
2: a song or two off it and last time i saw you guys play you actually you did uh future left i'm speaking of now you actually did play that song too i didn't see you had a few mccluskey jams that were up in the in the mix as they say on the streets jams in the mix yeah nobody says that by the way no there's not a single person that says that
4: (laughs) yeah 1983 says that no um (laughs) my you know, dad
2: maybe when, I don't know when
4: when Kelson was in Future of the Left since he's been a, a contemporary certainly you know we're playing and you know around the same venues and if not living in the same city then geographically quite contemporaneous it just didn't feel entirely right that we did the McCluskey songs even just one or two in the set uh, but when Jimmy and Julia joined the band as as fans of both of those bands it just seemed natural and fun to to start playing them and the thing you know the thing with them as songs is they're very simple and they're very easy to play so and they're a, they're just delightfully easy a lot of the Future of the Left songs uh, not all of them um, but but several of them especially for me involve a lot of thinking and concentrating and I can play those two songs in just a in a happy rapture you know which, and it's, which is and a it's nice like, place
2: to be if you're gonna have a rapture it might as well be happy
4: yeah, happy happy rapture. I mean I I I've, I've never really looked too deeply into the idea of the, of the rapture or the rapture before but um uh, I it's 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 nice. It's nice to have that kind of um that kind of familiarity as well, I suppose. It's the nice um, the nice bookends, but they are never played with anything. Um you know, anything lacking. Well, and it also
2: seems, you know, to me, you know, the shows I I saw you play that, it it seemed like it made a lot of people really happy, too. People were very pleased to hear the songs, which is a nice place to be.
4: Yeah, I think as, as, you know, a band and artistically, sometimes you forget about such simple pleasures. How was the set, you know? Right, exactly. Did it make you happy? Yes, it made me happy. Well, my job is done here, you know. And, you know, sometimes I think... uh, Maybe maybe it's just for abandon our position at this awkward, occasionally thrilling position we are. You f- forget a lot about just the simple effect that music ha- has on people because you you spend so long having to wear your half-assed businessman's hat, you know, to, as to actually <laughs> as to actually forget about simple things like that, or to even get to the stage where you have to, you know, m- mark that simple equation in your mind. You know, people enjoying it equals it being good. You know, sometimes to cut through all that crap is 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 nice.
2: Absolutely, and it, like, like as you mentioned, I think it is easy to you know, kind of kind of lose sight of the goal, <laughs> which ultimately should be you know an expression of something that that is enjoyable instead of. Yeah, counting nickels, nickels and dimes, and uh, per diems. Yeah, nickels and, and dimes
4: uh, and sub nickels and dimes. <laughs> <isn't it? laughs> right. Some, something which is yeah, something which is actually enjoyable. Pound and, farthing, and, you know. And means that we'll die a bit less alone than everybody else. That's the that's the plan.
2: Well, and that's you know that's a nice thing, and, and I, I found it interesting that and you mentioned that the compositions for future the left being, you know, a bit more complex than the. And the, the McCluskey stuff, and yeah, I would agree. I think you actually, especially on this last record, I think you guys did a lot of things that it seemed like you were aggressively pushing out of your comfort zone to do, and you know, to try some different ways of working. Uh, there was a, was it Jack? I believe that uh, who was someone in your crew like wrote a bit of a log that I that I took a look at. I was like a PDF. Oh, that, was, um, that was that
4: was Jimmy. Yeah, that was, Jimmy. That was his, Sorry. Yeah.
2: You I'm know, referencing it, a PDF on a radio show that's on the internet. Could this possibly uh, get any nerdier?
4: <laughs> oh, that's meta, meta, meta. <laughs> um, yeah, um, yeah. He wrote a nice thing about about the whole time, which was good. I, I have to say though, we don't um, we don't deliberately push ourselves out of any comfort zone or anything. I think just self evidently, if a, a group of musicians have got some self respect and they're playing together for a long time. Um, Then they'll probably shy away from the simpler things which which got them off at first, and just move towards something which gives them some of those qualities, whilst at the same time introducing interesting new elements. But then again, if you're standing around talking about that, then you're probably missing the point. You just stand there and play, and um, nobody has to say when a song is good. You just look at each other, and you know it's again, like I said, it's it's self-evident. Sure. Um, So. I think I've been in bands sometimes with people who try to intellectualize the process or in, invade the process with certain, you know, certain aims or hypotheses and that's that's never worked for me really because I find if a bunch of people want to write a song which sounds like Dead Kennedys or Death From Above 1979 then what they end up doing is writing a song which sounds like either like one of those two bands and that that's incredibly useful if you're in one of those bands but if if you're not it's it's the opposite of useful
2: <laughs> right exactly and it's it's sort of the the fine middle balance between the more cerebral and the more and the more primal if yeah. you will and it's interesting because there are you know if if someone were to look on the music on face value they would they might be able to state the case it is more of an academic concern by mm. sheer nature of the fact that uh, you have songs that go a little bit beyond lyrically the baby, 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 touch me in my bathing suit area sort of level of lyricism. And it seems to me that it's a shame that it's everything is immediately put into the They Might Be Giant School of Novelty if, uh, uh-oh, I think... I have lost him. <laughs> let's try this again uh, Let's see that, 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 I think that means I'm prattling on <laughs> When I get long winded The skype drops That is the law That is the only law It shall be the whole law of the land That's a shame. That was a nice discussion. Could not be more professional. Here, protonic reversal. Could not be more professional. Uh, I'll tell you what. Why don't I uh, reconnect up with Mr. Andrew Falcus, and we'll listen to uh, another Future Left song. This is called China is a t-shirt salesman. as a t-shirt salesman? Future of the left? Uh, well, something's broadcasting now, isn't it? Sure is, and it's us, and we're talking right now. So, I had a very long-winded statement that I was saying, which is which is mostly that I think uh, the future of the left lyrics, especially, have a certain degree of lyricism that I believe I used the baby, baby uh, school of design <laughs> for the uh, example, but it seems like for most. Reviewers, at least in the u s if you are doing anything remotely above that level of say the wolf mother type of thing that suddenly is they might be giants and I'm curious as to what your thoughts are i think you I think you turned a good phrase, sir, and I appreciate that
4: well thank thank you thank you sir um I think that there is a danger sometimes well not even sometimes let's face it every time yeah if there's a, if there's an element of even a little bit of funny in your music, then all of a sudden you can be disregarded as a as a novelty band, which I think is is a shame. But I can't I can't really see it changing apart from at gunpoint. And I'm not going to go around to the, you know the offices of various magazines and radio stations unless I get a huge a huge budget to do so and put that revolution into effect. It's bizarre because you say if you look at broadsheet newspapers um, over here, they'll have you know they'll they'll push an agenda of what you what you term high literature books, well written books. You'd be talking about you know great, like now iconic television shows like the HBO shows and some shows which have been um, broadcast in Britain over the last few years. But when it comes to music, it seems that the trend is more of a an embarrassing appropriation of whatever the young. The young, in being in their um terminology, are focused on you know having um, there's hilarious articles about you know explaining grind to a forty two year old Neil young fan <laughs> right. you know
2: exactly and everything just, becomes a reference to a reference to an earlier reference and a a meta yeah. reference to that thing
4: yeah and it just it, it, it's it's difficult to take it seriously, and there's a certain uh, in rock music. There's a certain shame of being middle class you know um there's there's a like the search the search for authenticity this is good because it's authentic it's it's not as good because it's it's good because it's good yeah you know it could it could th- it
2: come, be authentically terrible as well
4: <laughs> yeah you can come from a poor background and can you can be an entitled asshole, you know um you can come from you can come from a rich background and be a uh, you know a sympathetic human being I come from neither really I come from somewhere in the middle, so I guess i'm just aiming for an actual human being
2: it's a good thing to aim for
4: <laughs> <laughs> thank you well, I aim to exist within this um within this physical realm that's that's my uh that's my aim every time i every day <phone rings>
2: <laughs> Sorry, I was, that's a little bit loud on the that is correct beep. Was
4: that small squirrel skull being banged onto uh, the edge of a, a, of a medium-sized glass?
2: Th- things are pretty insane here at Radio Valencia. You never know exactly what's going to happen. <laughs>
4: <gasps> wow. And I mean wow with a with a capital O. <laughs>
2: so the, the most recent record, uh, How to Stop Your Brain in an Accident, you, <laughs> the artwork has a very, uh, it, it, the 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 airline safety sheets is what it reminds me of. Where you, they have the you know, here's, you know, put here's the barf bag. Here's where you put your head between your legs and kiss your ass goodbye. Like that that element of, kind of nondescript but very iconic artwork. Hmm. Uh, and what so what what led you to be like that's the thing.
4: Well, there was this guy, um, Krent. Um, who I, I think his real name's Steve, but he calls himself Krent and he did some really good stuff. That Paul, who did the cover of the previous album, had pointed Why out. Why do you think us. he should be called um, Steve?
2: Is, is that is that a name of his, or do you just think he looks like a Steve?
4: No, I think he's actually called Steve. I, I believe that's actually his, his earth name, but I gotcha. um his handle, as they would say on the internet, um, is is Crent, um, and he does some uh, fantastic stuff, and we. We gave him some rough ideas, but he was the one who came back to us with a, a nebulous um, airline airline idea because I guess of how to stop your brain in an accident and just asked him to develop that and that's that's what happened I mean I wrote the I wrote the uh, the, the sub Monty Python rubbish which goes with it inside Jack. <laughs> but he was pretty much he was pretty much responsible for everything else you know I mean we asked him to move a couple of little things around but but that was the extent of it the, the credit for that must must go to him really
2: well it's very I think it's very iconic and interesting and but it's also it's interesting to me because I know people that are fans of Future the Left and, and your work that aren't they either are only dimly aware that there's a record at all, uh, or have never even seen the artwork. And it, it, it's something that it, it, I know it's a sign of the times that
3: mm-hmm.
2: you know everyone's just looking at their mobile devices and combobulating the the widgets for the latest app. But I find it find it frustrating personally that when you know, bands I like, such as such as you guys act, aren't given the proper attention. Yet I somewhat lack the ability to do anything about it, other than say have a radio show. Whose stream is apparently constantly being overloaded, so i 'm posting a direct link
4: well, as far as i 'm concerned, like with any endeavor you 've put your heart and soul into it sometimes it 's a bit upsetting, and most of the time it 's all right because it just it, it simply is what it 's ended up being, so um, it would have been nicer to have you know the resources to have our own rehearsal space or something which is obviously a lot more expensive in, in the UK than it would be in, in the States just because we have such a lack of space. Um, but, you know, it's we've, we've had some really good times with it. We've had some less good times with it. But overall, it's been a very, you know, very positive experience. The simple fact is that the the more money you bring in from it means the more time you can devote to it. And the more risks you can take where just as a band and sometimes it's a little bit frustrating not able to take risks on shows because we can't afford to lose money um that's up that's really our watchword with the band if we do anything we have to we have to break even doing it because i can't possibly subsidize the band anymore from my credit cards you know amongst right. amongst other things um but
2: because you reach it a is, you reach a is. certain point, and you know you have you have real life adult concerns to deal with, as well as you have you know this music you are trying to make. But you you have to counterbalance that.
4: You have to counterbalance it, but then again, nobody nobody has made us do these stupid things to ourselves. So, um,
2: you know, <laughs> think about the know, I, know. the idea of being in a band as as absurd comedy in and of itself.
4: <laughs> yeah, in in general, yeah, because because the good things the good things. Sometimes become become less apparent, although they are they are there. You sometimes you have to go searching for them. But I mean, it beats it beats everything. Writing a new song beats beats everything. Um, a great show beats everything. And these moments, you know, these moments, even if they're only five or six a year, and they're usually a lot more than that, they make the whole thing worthwhile. Ultimately.
2: Sure, it, it seems you know, and and you, you
4: mentioned. Uh, sorry, sorry to interrupt. I don't want to make it sound like a, a trek across the desert. You know? <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it's not. It's not like that. But That's seventeen
2: I, days, we moved yeah. across. But when I
4: think of the the work which went into the band for a lot of reasons last year, and we ended up playing twenty shows. Now that is not enough of a payoff. Basically, we need to find ways to to redress that balance somewhat, and. um uh, when we do, then it'll be it'll be a band which is 31.9% happier than it is
2: now. <laughs> it's a very exact number. I like your you. math.
4: <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate your appreciation of my exactness.
2: Well, so, and, and you mentioned, you touched on something that I've, some might say, harped on in... Previous episodes is the uh, the different classes of bands because there's a lot, there's a lot of loose talk about oh everything is wonderful now because everything's available free and we're free from the tyranny of the record companies and blah 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 this that and the other and yes to a certain degree I think the you have a glut of fantastic things and a glut of absolutely horrendous things as well more so now than ever before. And the instant availability and the ability to share things has has become a wonderful uh, thing that I you know wouldn't trade away.
4: Wonderful, terrible tool.
2: It, but exactly, there is a downside to it as well. And for bands that I think are are in the future, of the left camp of you know you're you're not the struggling band that is trying to get their name out there, but certainly you're not uh, you know doing. <laughs> Stadium tours, either. You know,
4: what you're trying to say, darling, is that we're not Muse, is
2: that correct? <laughs> right? Indeed, and let's all th- thank any deity we may believe in for that. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I saw, I saw a, a Muse. Um, remember seeing a Muse live live at some venue in France thing on television about ten or eleven years ago, and I'd never heard, um, I never heard a note of their music, and I, I honestly thought it was a parody. <laughs> i thought it was I thought it was a parody, but it turns out that somebody ha- deliberately has that guitar sound they have They have all the this huge range of of products and the means of customizing them at your hands and you want to sound like a, an eighty five quid zoom effect box <laughs> It's just, just whatever you think of people's various sounds, it was just completely incomprehensible to me.
2: Yeah, it's a, it's. I think the charitable way to put it would be it's an acquired taste that I have no desire to acquire. Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. Okay, so, yeah, that that is. Well, it's not charitable, is it? <laughs> it's it's charitable. Maybe
2: charitable is being charitable. Yeah,
4: that's a basic. Well, you know, we'll we we'll let that go. That's a good politician's
2: answer. I saw some, and this is. Since we've fully gone down into into the meta route, I'm just going to go ahead and mention that you you delighted me the other day with a, a few series of tweets on the Twitter, mm-hmm. which, you, which you may have heard of. I believe you were recapping the uh, the the song, the absolutely absurd song that. If you're blissfully ignorant of the song, I, I'm I'm happy for you. But that the crash test dummies hit.
4: Uh-huh. Yeah, Crash Test Dummies. Yeah, because I did work with a guy who thought that Jay Masses was the lead singer of the Crash Test Dummies, and it didn't seem right to correct him because I, it, <laughs> I think I think he was he was susceptible to lies about Jay Masses because he believed that you know this thing about I mean I don't care but this thing about Jay Masses being a skier or something you know he was like a like pretty competitive international skier or something. What? So, <laughs> what? so, yeah, apparently. I don't even know Wait. if it's true or not, but anyway, this was generally accepted by my social group. Is so this a thing
2: I that's in I the UK? You just tell massive lie. lies and stories what? about Jay Mascus, Is that's that...
4: Like, <laughs> Jay Mascus, he was ready for anything. You know? <laughs> um, and he was the same guy who I later told that Lenny Kravitz had been a founding member of Fugazi too. You know? So... <laughs>
0: That was. I was. Fun. Oh, I'm not
4: sure if you believed me, but he didn't quite have the conviction to fully not believe me. So, um, you can have you know this this fun to be had in this world. You just got to find it.
2: As <laughs> long as long, long as it devolves, hanging around with people that are very gullible about. No, but not people who are
4: naturally gullible. That's the thing. If you're you're, um, patient, you can plant the seeds of gullibility and then months later, strike.
2: It's the long con, truly. Yeah,
4: I I remember um, working with a girl years ago and we'd really worked on a gullibility for ages. And we were talking, this is about 15 years ago, about some manga, anime, and, and the guy I was working with was saying how, you know, relatively speaking certainly at the time how fantastic and how realistic some of the animation was and she said yes some of the voices are really realistic as well
2: <laughs> and did you <laughs> just wait a beat before giving a look or
4: the voices are realistic what do you think they think they draw the voices she's like oh, I, oh yeah I suppose and she's saying so the Japanese people have to learn English and you're like oh, I, not just for anime no <laughs>
2: I mean, Culturally she's, and she's, for other things as she's well. She's
4: a character. I think she's an office manager now. I it all makes sense.
2: Mm. Uh, well, Werner Hogg <gasps> is probably doing very well with her then, I would imagine.
4: Yeah, yeah congratulations, everybody.
2: <laughs> uh, so you have a uh, a song that that we're we're going to we i I'm, I'm using this royal we it's I'm the only idiot in this room doing this show and I've used the royal we I can't
4: stand when people do that kind of thing Terrible. Yeah. it's like when any publication says we, we think this is the the great new band we just have the courage of your convictions and say aye. Aye. I mean, you're saying, you're saying we because you fully expect to have somebody sat next to you I would assume I and mean, there's there's just not there's just a void where a person should be.
2: Now yeah, and that's yeah I'm trying to fill that void with, with many things and
4: part of it's <laughs> oh. talking to you. Oh yeah that's that's never
2: gonna work. <laughs> <laughs> so th- th- we have this. can you tell me about this, this song that I'm, I'm gonna play after we after we get? Yeah, speaking. Um, I
4: just I just started recording some stuff at home. Uh, just you know, for the, the the fun of recording things and making music, and over the last two months, I've written about uh, twenty-five songs or something. Um, it was just on Logic, so I was using the drummer app. So as a result, the drums weren't quite what they wanted. I uh, wanted so I took um, I went to London last week and recorded um, recorded eleven or twelve of the songs with my friend Stuffy for a yeah yeah for the recording. So over the next week or so I'm going to mix them and then I'll have a record and then I'm going to get it mastered and put it out.
2: And what is the, the moniker for this record going to be? How will we categorize well, it well, in our record I've, stores?
4: Since I was a kid, I've won, even though it sounds like a joke name, I've always wanted to be in a band called tremendous fence. Um, and I, everything, everything pulls me away from the name um but then takes me back to it again it's just tremendous
2: fence okay
4: tremendous fence yeah um it's a it was either going to be tremendous fence or otter decision you know because i couldn't imagine what kind of decision an otter or any almost entirely instinctively driven creature would make you know east or west i suppose depending on how those relative directions smell um so yeah, I I did this song that I've given you is called Christian Fitness and I did I did consider that as a as a band name but um as as Julia said that will probably encourage the wrong reactions and <laughs> I can't be bothered with with that. Although maybe that's maybe that's what makes that the right choice. I don't know. I'm still I'm still a little bit undecided. The problem with, you know, a band name like a puppy it's not just for Christmas it's for life so whereas you can shake a song title or an album title in the time times they, they take to disappear from people's minds it's pretty difficult with it's pretty difficult with a band name, what isn't it? And you, look, a ba- and you look especially lame if you change your your band name in the middle of, uh, in, in you know, kites us
2: Well, especially if you change it from something that is maybe not so good to something else that's not so good. This is a different kind of not so good. I've seen that happen before, where it's like, why did you bother changing that? That mediocre Refectious name you had before was fine. To
0: borrow Angel. <laughs>
2: Well, and that's and you bring up a good point too because I, I, for me, a, a bad band name absolutely can ruin a band, and mm-hmm. I, I think it's and it can ruin a band in the way that I, I'm a complete and utter asshole, uh, and that I will just not listen to it if I think the band name is is terrible.
4: Yeah. I, I struggle if if I hear a, a bad band name, then that might make me not listen to that band. Not consciously but I don't listen to music generally so it's not going to be hard for me to miss a particular band um, but if I hear a band with a bad name and they're good then I seem to have developed the ability to when I then subsequently hear that name to think of the band so um, i I think that's the thing with really good bands and really good names that the words almost don't don't matter anymore once you've heard them they're just a label which leads your brain to to visualize and you know, have the audio memory of of the songs that they perform.
2: Well, sure, and I, and I think that that's, you know, it, it, like as a perfect example, I think Future of the Left is definitely a band name that imbues what you put into it. Uh, sure, it, it doesn't yeah. necessarily. Yeah. It, it's not. You know, if it's from anything, I don't know what it is, and you know, it, it doesn't immediately bring up. Oh, that's you know, this that's or this reality show or whatever. It's future of the left, like oh, what what does that mean? Well, it means that that's what this band is.
4: Yeah, it precisely. I mean, it came from an article about the future of the, the left in, as in the left wing in France after I think Sarkozy got in the first time uh, a few a few years ago. But um and but even though I would say we're all left lying individuals, there was no, there was no particularly political um, tie in. Um, but yeah, it is what it is. I mean, it really annoys some people. Like, like we're claiming to be the future of art or innovation or something. Um, and I don't know. I, I think they're they're bringing they're bringing their own insecurities into that conversation and not ours.
2: Sure, and yeah, it's and that that can be a that can be a danger as well, for sure.
4: Well, yeah, a danger, but also a lot of a lot of fun as well, because there's nothing better than an argument.
2: <laughs> there is nothing better than an argument, truly. You no,
4: know, I mean, you know, a, a controlled argument. I'm not talking about you know a one with scimitars or whatever, but <laughs> you know, a good a good controlled argument where. Uh, is just one of the most liberating, liberating experiences as a human being.
2: I'm curious why you jumped to scimitar specifically, but I'm I'm going to allow it. That that's, that seems like a very audacious choice
4: of weapon. Uh, I, I suppose um, I don't know. I, I suppose just because of my because of reading a lot of history, I suppose and playing a lot of games which would involve scimitars i suppose and just a nice name isn't it scimitar it is
2: it it, sound, it so, sounds like a very tough weapon it's like oh a scimitar yeah yeah it's
4: it's stylish which rather hides the bloody intent yeah
2: you know? <laughs> stylish which hides the bloody intent i like that you could have <laughs> that you could have that be a a motto if you will for tremendous fence
4: <gasps> stylish with bloody intent um <laughs> I, I, I tell you what, I'll put that. I'll put that in the ideas box because there ain't no judgment in brainstorming.
2: <laughs> there you go. <laughs> hey, Falca, this is this has been wonderful. Thanks for coming on the show, man.
4: No problem at all. And you have a lovely day because it is very early there. And remember to take exercise.
2: <laughs> Absolutely, and especially of the Christian variety.
4: Yeah, yeah, absolutely, and in, enjoy the song. And if you don't like it, oh, well, I can't help you.
2: Uh, no, it's great. I, I actually listened to it uh, er, earlier on this, way earlier on this morning. I
4: was speaking to the royal you.
2: Of course.
4: <laughs> of course, have, of course. Well, we, surely we can have the royal you, or vous, as our French cousins would say.
2: Well, we know how you Brits are with your monarchy, so,
4: yeah oh, we Oh, we love him. We <laughs> love, him. We, love him. we love I I can't believe, I mean, just being allowed to... To breathe some of the recycled air of those people it's, it's a, a reason to exist more than more than procreation
2: and on that note thank you sir
4: no problem, have a good one
2: alright, take care, I'll go so, Christian Fitness by Tremendous Fence I don't know what you can kind of mean, but I think I love you. Future of the Left, that's off of How to Stop Your Brain in an Accident, the most recent Future of the Left record off of my wonderful phone-slash-Skype-slash-whatever guest, Mr. Andrew Falcos Falco, from Cardiff, Wales, where it's mid-afternoon there. That's very daunting to me to think about. Uh, before that, we had a trem- <laughs> tremendous fence, Christian Fitness And uh, we hope that the the Scimitar wordplay developed in this show will somehow make it into some album artwork eventually, but we will maybe not hold our breath for that. In studio, we have the one and only Mr. Bill Taylor. Hello. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Thanks for coming in. This is uh, Bill Taylor from uh, Songs for Snakes, an excellent local San Francisco band that is of the the noise pop-ish variety. I think, it's, I think it's fair to say that if you're a fan of bands such as Sugar and the Pixies, you would enjoy Songs for Snakes. We've been described as um, Jawbreaker uh, with Rocket vocals. Oh, okay. Rocket from the Crypt, you're mm-hmm. speaking of? Okay. Or, or it actually sounds like a rocket. Uh, rocket from the Crypt. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Which are great. I actually saw the the, the reunion show. Funny story about Rock from the Crypt. I actually saw them in their heyday with a, a huge show. It was like Sonic Youth, Super Chunk, of from the Crypt, Sleater Kinney, um, tons of bands. And I don't know if I was in a bad mood or what, but I just I wasn't having it. The I was, horns. I was having none of it. Maybe it was the horns. It was the matching shirts. I don't know what it was. I was like, I was like, no, nope, no. Nope. It was like it <laughs> You know, I was sitting there, and in my mind, I was going, uh <laughs> And I didn't actually boo them at all. But I think I was still pissed off about Drive Like Jehu not being a thing anymore. Mm. Uh, but then I, I uh, full mea culpa, went back a couple years later. A friend of mine made a compilation Rock from the Crypt stuff. And I listened back to it. And I was like, oh, I'm a moron. This stuff is great. This is, like, really, really good. So then I, I got the chance now to see them, you know, with, with, with full... Humility on sleeve, and be like, okay, this is just a great rock and roll show. And I had rocks in my head that day. Apparently, I, I have no idea. So that—that's my incredibly long-winded rock from the grip story. But I can, uh, I can see the rocket, the rocket comparisons for sure. But I think there's definitely, and, and and I like that. And for those that are not in the studio, which would be me and Bill, I got gifts today, which, which are great. Mm-hmm. Uh, although I, I bought the the one. Didn't I buy the one? Or did I? I don't remember. I, I, it's a vinyl. Songs for snakes. This song's called uh, You're the Snake, right? What's up with the snakes thing? Like- um, you know, I love snakes.
5: I've had snakes since I was a little kid. And um, uh, I wrote this song for one of the snakes that passed, and it was called Song for a Snake. And um, former drummer Fred said um, when we were forming this band, why don't we call it Songs for Snakes? And I thought that was the perfect name because I can't come up with good band names. They're always silly. And uh, so credit goes to Fred Stark. Um, so,
2: Okay. Well, and, yeah. and so there was a song first. For a snake. Okay. And is this in the shoe house days? Or is this uh, kind of in between? In, or? in between, yeah. Okay. And how often do you have people... Ask you what the name means. You know, um, not
5: super often people will see the shirt and they'll just kind of laugh. And I'm like, that's <laughs> not funny at all, man. This is serious. <laughs> like, this know, is serious. <laughs> this is Songs for Snakes, brother. This is indie rock. You need re- to get, a-
2: get with the program.
5: Yeah, melodic punk rock. Like, don't be laughing. That's not funny at all. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, so that's happened on the street a few times.
2: Well, and you guys have been. This- so this is. What release is this for you guys? Because you had the Charcoal Heather. We had the first album,
5: then we had kind of a an, uh, self-titled, and the second one was EP. Sleep through this. Uh, Charcoal Heather right. was a, a second full th- release, so this would be number four if you as
2: a release. If you count it as as an actual release yeah. rather than whatever else you would count. Yeah, that at as. first,
5: first on vinyl for me. So
2: I'm, you know, excited yeah, exciting, very uh, exciting. Yeah, it, it looks it looks gorgeous. I was admiring it during the break. That uh, it's got that marbled—what do you call it? Marble heavy splatter. Yeah, and it's blue. We, you, you mentioned that you're a fan of the color blue. I love as it as well. And you know, and the music ain't bad too. But uh, the pa- <laughs> the package is the package is beautiful. Yeah, it's it's a it's a lovely package, and you're. You guys are doing a release show for this uh, relatively soonish, right? I think it's Yeah, the, the 28th of May. It's a Wednesday night at Bottom of the Hill with
5: Cables and Arms, who are a local band, friends of ours that are fantastic. Uh, you should check them out. And Tinder. also wanted to give Tinder,
2: a... Sh- Tinder, like the app that you've...
5: Tinder. Uh, I, you know, I'm not familiar with the app, but the band is called <laughs> Tinder. It features a former member of the
2: Leaving Trains. Okay. Yeah. The, the app is for casual hookups. Oh. is my understanding. I don't, I don't know it for well, personal use. Well, of course use, not. <laughs> no, I know. Yeah. That's good to know. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. I
2: should have thought that sentence through before I said it. It's but, all good. Uh, so, all right, and this is Bottom of the Hill, right? Yeah. And how much that that show, you know? How much is it
5: to get in? Yeah. Ten bucks. Okay. It's, a you know. Um, thinking back to, to my youthful days, that would have been, you know, a sellout process. Like,
2: <laughs> what are we going to see? Cheap trick? Jesus. Yeah, I know. <sighs>
5: um, it sounds like it's it's the the
2: uh, the ticket police are coming after yeah, me right now. Yeah, not happy with that <laughs>
5: price. I have no control over that, bro. So,
2: <laughs> you know, ten dollar, you know, whatever. Like you know, th- sure, I, I, I would have back in the days of yore, I probably would have complained about it. But I was also making minimum wage at a record store, so yeah, whatever. It's a different world,
5: exactly. Then. And I'm gonna be, I'm gonna give away some free shirts. I want, I want people to get some free swag. Will you down. have a t-shirt cannon? You know we don't, and um, we've been ordered by a judge to not do that anymore because it's like
2: <laughs> there were some yeah, there's some that. complications. Mm-hmm. Stuff got weird. Yeah, let's hear a let's hear a song from the new record. I'm gonna play Trust Falls. Great. Does that sound good? Sure. All right. This is Trust Falls. Songs for Snakes. This is off of the record Year of the Snake. 13 Songs for Snakes Here he is Before that we had Trust Falls Also by Songs for Snakes These are both on the excellent new record
5: Which was last year.
2: <laughs> it was last year? It was no. it, was it, were, you, were you trying to coincide with the actual year of the snake? Is that a thing you are trying to it, do? Well,
5: I, I'd hoped to, but it, it went way over. and uh, um, So that was that. But, uh, it's <laughs> all recorded in the year of the snake, so that's all that matters.
2: It is. <laughs> that is all that matters, indeed. Let's, let's get some applause for that. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. That's right that. for you, Bill Taylor. <laughs> I appreciate that. So, we're talking to Bill Taylor from Songs for Snakes. Uh, if you're looking to call in, uh, we're taking your calls. 415 962 7979. Oh, I, I have tickets to give away. I have tickets for A Minor Forest Yay. and for Red Fang. Here, uh, not not both together, but they're the two different shows. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and the problem is most of the people, most of the people that listen to the show aren't around here. <laughs> so many people are interested in the tickets, like, wow, I live in you know the moon. I can't yeah. I can't go see A Minor Forest at the at the chapel.
5: The free Virgin Air tickets or
2: something to fly them in. You know, that's <laughs> indeed. You know, had I been thinking it through, I would have maybe gotten some tickets for your show to give away. But oh, I hadn't thought of that. Yeah, yeah. me neither. Whoops. Well, <laughs> like I mentioned, there'll be some Could free swag. Could not be schwag. more professional. <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. The thing I love about that drop is the, uh, well, uh, first of all, everything. So we'll start mm-hmm. with that. But just if you listen real closely. Could not be more professional. The, the talk back is going at the same time, too. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> Could not be more professional. Love it. Uh, well, something's broadcasting now, isn't it? Sure is. It's Conan Neutrons. Photonic Reversal. And we're here with Bill Taylor from Songs for snakes so before songs for snakes there was shoe house and before shoe house there was peppercorn yes right which is a, a a 90s noise pop band is that do you feel yeah. like that's an offensive term no I, I love it that. i
5: was that was the whole reason <laughs> i moved to san francisco in 93 when i graduated from college was i'd seen overwhelmingly color fast and i really wanted to uh play music down here so yeah i i was lucky enough to play where'd you where would you come from davis from davis Davis, california told me during the break jesus (laughs) straight out of dalvis and so came down here and uh i was lucky enough to play three of the early noise pops uh 96 97 and uh 98 and um and peppercorn got to open for arches of loaf at bimbos and that was a a real throw
2: yeah i imagine so yeah and and Unfortunately, you know, I spoke earlier when I had Falco on the air that, you know, there's certain bands that I foolishly boycotted because I didn't care for their name. Mm. And Arch of Loaf was one of them. But when, e- I, came, when I came back around and was like, okay, the name is foolish, but the music is wonderful. Yeah. I definitely was like, all right. I've done that with plenty of bands. You'll notice there's, there's a lot of me talking about Mia culpas of like, ah, I didn't like this because of this yeah. arbitrary reason. And then... I was the judge of a lot of things and uh, slowly,
5: (laughs) slowly, very slowly uh, started to be like, oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah,
2: (laughs) it's almost like it's it's tempers a little bit with with age and wisdom. Yeah, that you're like, oh, well, maybe I shouldn't just immediately jump to my okay, screw this. Yeah. Reaction and you know, give give things a chance. Totally.
5: it's funny, all of my favorite bands are bands that I was told to like, and I was like, I didn't like them at all. Like, who screwed
0: Like, this band,
5: yeah, Jawbreaker, who screwed you? I hated those bands when I first heard them. I was like, I don't like this at all. And then I was like, well, everyone thinks it's cool. Maybe I should, you know. And then I gave it another <laughs> listen, and then I'm like, they're the best bands ever. Now I understand. I just don't know why I didn't understand, but um,
2: it clicked with you, it yeah, connect,
5: it connected. I, I buckled under peer pressure more like it, and so. Yeah, unfortunately all those bands that I love I was like told to like and uh Man, you know pretty much sounds militant more of a follower than a leader yeah
2: <laughs> <laughs> so and so what's your what's your background did you were you a, a guy that was uh, before you found you know the, the punk rocks were you playing music still oh, already or like, yeah what, how'd, how'd you get into I started
5: playing? playing guitar when I was 13 and you know so I I,
2: I've known you for years and I yeah almost know nothing about you
5: that's I'm, my story is it starts in junior high playing guitar classic rock was you know like I go to some uh, Unitarian church event that mom took me to and some kid was playing the acoustic and played some classic rock song and I didn't realize you could actually do that that it was magic I thought you know like <laughs> you had to be magic to play Hendrix you couldn't just right. play Hendrix now, more and than the, words you yeah. don't have to be magic to play though yeah so I was i um, <laughs> exactly so i was thrilled <laughs> that you could actually play stuff i'd heard on the radio and then that's that i was from there on out i was i was so you're listening to songs and you're classic you're... rock and you know always had older but you know like babysitters and so they were always playing classic rock in mm-hmm. the 70s and stuff and my, my older cousins and so i have a real heavy you know classic rock background i'm a huge simon e. Garfunkel fan i love the Who, sure. yeah, all the classics and then I got turned on to punk rock and I start I played in a punk band in the late 80s starting in 87 and played some like open for Bow Religion at Gilman. Oh wow. Uh, a bunch of bands um that we got lucky to play with like uh, Angry Samoans, Aggression um you know, God, Dr. No, it just went on and on. So we, we were catching that tail end of punk as it was turning metal. And that's and, that's yeah. Dr.
2: No, K-N-O-W for those not yeah. in the K-N-O-W.
5: Yeah, Dr. No, The the end of the Kyle <laughs> Tucher kind of before that became metal, straight up, whatever, I don't know. And, um, yeah, then I, I, you know, I went through a heavy James addiction phase. Mm. And uh big who's screwewo face a lot that. of people re- re-
2: reject the parts of their history that in- include jane's addiction oh I was they were the best band in the world I thought and I loved them forever they yeah I have to say i I, I went back and listened to some of the older stuff and I was like okay I, I see I see why I was into this now because oh, like because yeah. you get to the Jane's addiction as an idea is just like at at this point is just douchery you know yeah. it, it, it's like why are, why are you guys? stop and I know yeah. I, I know why it's money it's they're, the they're, it's
5: the bongs and the heroin <laughs> and the red wine it's just like lo-
2: they lost the plot big time but yeah, yeah. They, they, I mean I will say you know credit where credit's due they they were an interesting band that, and I, I almost feel like some of their more interesting elements uh, Torch kind of have pulled a little bit from and I never hear anybody mention Jane's Addiction and Torch in the same right, right. sentence but I'm, but I'm a
5: fan of Torch definitely
2: yeah they're, they're great. Anyway, so sorry. Continue with you. So yeah, you. So then that I was uh, a, yeah like had early nineties now. Right? Yeah.
5: Then a Husker uh phase where I was like, you know, I keep hearing people say this. Sorry, what's up with this? And people were like, oh, they changed my life. And I was like, whatever. I'll you know be the judge of that. And then <laughs> you know, uh, and then I was hooked. And I was like, whoa. And now, so pretty much that's been my whole trip ever since then. I'm just stealing Bob Mold stuff. And then uh, you know,
2: um, I moved. Uh, You're that mo- that most recent record viz, right the. Uh, was it was Sil- a uh, silver, silver age, age.
5: yeah so i saw that tour and it's great yeah i'm really happy it's with that stuff. record new one's on the way i'm excited about that yeah so then um i moved down here yeah, after college with the sole intent of just playing music that was and that's kind of i'm just existing and playing doing you know what i want to do which is play music
2: that's that's hard to argue with yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, you're, and you're making making records and and Correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, this this record you, you recorded.
5: Oh yeah, I, I I had the bass, drums, and guitar barred, uh, recorded by Bart Thurber at House of Faith in Oakland. Dumped it straight to Pro Tools, and then I spent the next six months doing all my you know everything myself in the studio with Pro Tools, and then had a friend Josh from Cables and Arms mix it. He did an amazing job and saved everything that I. I couldn't do. I can't mix.
2: Well, and that's that's a nice thing also, because I think even when you know how to mix, uh, having another set of ears on, yeah. on it is, is always a nice thing. And I, totally. I found that, you know, I've talked to a lot of very experienced musicians that are maybe very capable engineers, and most of them will say yes, get, get someone else to, to listen totally. to it. Because to, sometimes it just... Maybe there's something you just don't hear, and then if you hear it like six months later after it's done, you'll be devastated because oh, I, why didn't I catch that?
5: Yeah, I was lost. You know, you
2: hear it for six months and you you have no perspective left. Yeah, it, totally lost. It, it ceases to become music at that point. Yeah. It becomes just like this the, the, the white whale off in the distance, right? Exactly. <laughs> so Josh
5: really, Josh, uh, he uh, really puts a kind of swift kick in the seat of your pants there to that that mix. So nice, I'm grateful.
2: It's punchy. Uh, this would be an excellent opportunity to play one of those songs. So why don't we do that? What uh, let's do. Um, what do you think about? She
5: is not impressed. That's a song about San Francisco not being <laughs> impressed with whoever moves here, <laughs> myself included.
2: It's a song about San Francisco not being impressed. That's that's I think you, you could call this a theme song to a certain degree. As yes. this is, a she is not impressed. Songs
0: for snakes. Oh.
2: Snakes. Never heard of them. (laughs) uh, John Hulan on Facebook, after I played, you know, whatever, four four songs in a row, and I update the playlist in real time, he says, play some songs for snakes. (laughs) I was like, we have, man. (laughs) Like, I'm gonna. I will, man. I will. So we had She Is Not Impressed first, and then. uh, So is is, it. Fear is an acronym? Yeah, it's kind of like F everything and run, or false
5: expectations appearing real. It's Whoa. Yeah, it's <laughs>
2: maybe that was too much this early in the morning. Wow. So either F everything and Run. Yeah. Or false expectations and what? Appearing real. Appearing real. Which is like fear. Man. Okay. That's I- a little heavy. <laughs> a little heavy. That's uh that's yeah, that's really <laughs> that's really that's really bizarre, but that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, I love that tune. That that's my favorite song off of your uh Truckle Heather record. Yeah. So that's that's good and those, you know, both these albums are
5: on our Bandcamp page which you can see on our Facebook page. <laughs> or you can just go to songsforsnakestopbandcamp.com and you can you can get this new record the Year of the Snake 10 Bones um, colored vinyl, letter pressed covers by fed Press. Really nice artwork front and back, sides all the Yeah, letter-pressed.
2: I'm, I'm, uh, I'm I'm looking at it now. It's a pretty it's pretty great. And uh, Well, I mean, I'm looking at it across the table. I'm not actually looking. I looked at the vinyl earlier, so I, I know it's there. Sorry, I'm, I'm very distracted because of the uh, the, <laughs> the next show is, a, is, a, is, what is an automated show, and so the computer just came alive to do all the automation. I'm looking at it, and it's like Skynet just became self-aware. It did. At the, at the same time that we're speaking. So it, it, it's maybe the worst element of possible of visual radio when there was no visual. But... Yeah, it's it's a nice, that that's a nice place to be. Having having some good vinyl, it's you know, it it's, feels it's, good. The record sounds good. I know you said you, you were saying you got kind of down the rabbit hole a bit with uh, the recording of it, but I yeah. think it's you know, I think there are a lot of a lot of people that are really into the raucous Bob Mold stuff, and I, mm. I think I think Songs for Snakes scratches that itch while not being necessarily super derivative either. Like right? It's, it's it's like you guys have your own thing going on, but it's, it's it's of that ilk.
5: Yeah, so it's like it's like 78% Bob Mould, and the rest is Jawbreaker, and that's it.
2: That's that's a good place to be. <laughs> there's nothing, nothing wrong with that at and, all.
5: And Well, actually, there's 10% Simon and Garfunkel. You just have to listen to the harmonies for that, I think. I could hear that. Yeah, some people really don't get that, but it's actually a big part of who I am. That melancholy, so my whole vision is force with the melody. So, sure. And sad. So melancholy, melody, force. Just kind of... Mm beat you up but it's kind of melancholy
2: <laughs> beat you up but it's maybe it's a little maudlin about it yeah and there's a little <laughs> hook in there too to catch you you know so awesome yeah I like it so bill you you're a guy that's you've been around and kicking in the in the music world in the Bay Area for a while what, what what's your take on on things that, that are happening now like what what there's a lot of sort of crazed running around, Oh the the John Dwyer moved away, the music mm-hmm. scene's over, like what well,
5: <laughs> Oh no. It's interesting to me because have I having seen like the first dot com crash and you know, watching that exodus happen and then seeing this build up, um, you know, I'm kinda waiting for the next crash. It's it's kind of inevitable. It's, this city is a boom bust back to the 1849 whatever, the Gold Rush, all that. But musically you know, um, there's some great bands out here. I, You know, being in a practice space, you hear all the current bands and uh, one of them is Cables and Arms, friends of ours. Um, they're a fantastic local band. So there are plenty of Awesome bands here, and if somebody leaves, you know, that's, yeah. That's what's
2: their um? One. What's what's their what's their deal like? What, what's their sixties? Uh,
5: they're very they're slamming melodic. They sound a little like very early, um, uh, Foo Fighters to me, like the first album. Hmm. Okay. well you know, um, th- that that would be kind of pigeonholing them. I would I would just have the listener go right to the source. You know, Google Cables and Arms. And yeah, Cables
2: your, and Arms. Have a new dot seven inch out. Dot com. Yeah, yeah. It looks like. It's pretty. Odd. I'm looking at it right now. It looks pretty odd, audacious looking. It's got like a, like yeah. a jacket. or something. Yeah, it's or? a
5: sweet jacket. Wow. You Can make the boat sink or float. Either way, how you turn the seven inch. <laughs> yeah. So there, that is really nice. So that's worth buying.
2: Yeah. That's that looks. Uh, that looks pretty cool. They 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 name check uh, quicksand, knapsack, and hot snakes. Yeah. Too, so they're so,
5: big fans yeah. of the John Reese kind of model. Yeah. Yeah. Like my, okay. Like
2: I am. The John Reese model. Yes. Yeah. That whole kind of <laughs>
5: horse screaming thing. Yeah. I'm just like. Like I garbled a lot of kitty litter as a child or something. <laughs> but,
2: Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, take your calls. Protonic Reversal 415-962-7979. How did you get the name Bill the Grill? Uh, my downstairs neighbor um,
5: decided to call me that because I barbecued like three days a week. Okay. Literally with like pork ribs and you know <laughs> so i was yeah, you, cause
2: for those not in the know as well as being a frontman principal songwriter and main driving force behind songs for snakes bill taylor is also a, a wonderful barbecue uh well, barbecuer How, yeah. what's, what's the word like, well what's... chef i went to the culinary
5: academy when i graduated from college here in 93 and so i'm a trained classical whatever, classically trained chef. And I, <laughs> I chefed in the industry for a few years before quitting. Are there jazz trained chefs? Is that, yeah. <laughs> is that, is that a thing? Exactly. Okay. French, classical French cuisine is what my training was at okay. Culinary Academy. That, that, they really call it classical, huh? Yeah. So I have, a, I have an associate <laughs> okay. of occupational studies, whatever degree, in classical French cuisine. So, Wow. Um, yeah.
2: And... Um, that just translated to, like, I'm a dude that's going to barbecue all the time, yeah, 24-7,
5: 365. Because I don't like French food, ironically. So, yeah. <laughs> I like to
2: throw it on the barbie. <laughs> and uh, that's what I like. And that's you wonderful. saw
5: some of that back in the replicator
2: days. Yeah. Um, yeah. Absolutely. No, you you were – it was always like, oh, Bill the Grill's here. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's go. It's party time throw now. Throw it on the barbie. Yeah. And it's like, it like, oh, we can going to do barbecue. Oh, Bill's here. Yeah. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so let's um, play a uh, hurry-up shotgun song here, Sweet. and we're gonna uh, we're gonna come back around afterwards. Um, this is a song called "Witches in the Garden," which is off of the Abra Abra-cada- uh, Cadabra Lincoln EP. Uh, at some point, I'll be able to say that and not laugh. But uh, if you if you think that title is audacious, let me tell you, you should see the cover art. So this is uh "Witches in the Garden." <laughs> and Arms, November Gales, off of the November Gales 7-inch. Before that, we had Hurry Up Shotgun with Witches in the Garden off of the Abracadabraham Lincoln. I almost made it through without chuckling. Abracadabraham Lincoln. You did pee-pee. that time. That was close. It was damn close. Arr. One of these days. Ah... So that show is May twenty eighth.
5: It's a Wednesday, May twenty eighth. Wednesday. Cables and Arms will be playing that show, and wiping up the stage with us. <laughs> it's a. It's going to be a battle. It's going to be a
2: battle. We're ready for him. Get a scimitar. It's a callback.
5: We're going to wear underoos underneath our stage clothes. And, wh- um,
2: and what's a what's what's this tender man? I, like again, all I think of is a, is the cruising app when I when I hear anything yeah tender. You know. um,
5: Check them out. You'd need to Google them and check them out. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Bill. And they're not. Uh, yeah, I couldn't. Uh, I, I don't know so, how uh, to So log a tag on. on.
2: <laughs> connect, connect up Tec- to your AOLs. Technology. <laughs> and uh, look up look up the band it's te- Tender. It's T E N D E R. I'm sure nothing else but their band comes up. Yeah, not that app. Actually <laughs> it's Tinder, T-I-N-D-R. Well, whatever. I'm I'm hear advertising apps. It's fine. Uh so Songs for Snakes. You you, you don't get uh precious about people mentioning the the hooskers the or or sugar? Love it. No? no. I'm I'm a big fan and I,
5: I luckily I get to see Bob Mold sometimes at the uh church and market safeway when he's piling toilet paper and i'm like hi bob you know like a total fanboy, and he's like
1: i'm buying toilet paper
5: leave me alone you know he doesn't say that <laughs> but he gives me that look like he's checking out in the check-in it's like
2: can't i just buy this toilet paper i, just, I need to wipe my ass <laughs> oh, man.
5: that's all i need to do <laughs> yeah and uh and i'm always there like in the parking lot i'm at the checkout line it's like hi bob hi bob hi bob so i'm like you know i mean for me it's like seeing pete town well, yeah you're just
2: like hang- hanging out the at the Chermar Tur- Safeway, he, like
5: that's the, he shops there because he lives, you know, up near the castle. Like do you have a second job trail.
2: bagging over there or something? Like, what's what, Oh,
5: what? I used to live right next door to. Him, oh, okay. so I was so constantly running in the, into in the, him. All right, all right yeah, yeah, okay,
2: that's that's fine.
5: Yeah, so I was honored. I was just like, man, it's Bob Mold. You know, you, that's never yeah. going to get old for me. <laughs> it's, I'm it's, never going to be like, oh, it's Bob Mold, whatever.
2: <laughs> but yeah, Bob to get it.
5: Yeah. Hey, cool
2: cat food, dude.
5: Yeah. No, <laughs> it's just like um, like a Messiah. Buying
2: a Totino's party pizza, you can <laughs> silently judge Bob Mould. <laughs> he,
5: he just wants to shop and be left alone, apparently. And that's, you know, the least I could do. But, I can, you know, I just can't. I'm sorry.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, it's, it's, uh, that's, that's the problem with being an icon, right? Yeah. You know? I mean, what are you going to do? Guess what? All, you, all you're trying to do is uh, buy some ginger ale, and uh, some guy's going to tell you that your work changed his life. Hey, yeah, deal with it. Deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, So, if people want to find out more about Songs for Snakes I think, I know you You guys got the at the band camp And we're on Facebook You're on Facebook Do you, do you, do you tweet? Are you, are, you, are you a Twittering band? You know, um, we have an account, but I have never yeah. Twittered That's like the story of every band ever Like everyone, it's just Yeah,
5: th- I'm a 45 year old man and I feel uncomfortable <laughs> Twittering It just like, Twitter, it doesn't sound like something I would do <laughs> <laughs> Bill Taylor doesn't Twitter.
2: Bill Taylor, don't tweet. <laughs> we have an account.
5: Never used it. Nope.
2: Won't use it. Wouldn't know it if I tried. Don't even know how to.
5: <laughs> and that's okay. Are,
2: are, you, are you afraid that you'll uh, maybe get some malware or something? Get a- no. I, a I, hit
0: live stream
2: there. A little bit of malware on the computer here. Yeah, maybe <laughs> log in, Suddenly pop-ups everywhere. No fear on the, the
5: internet machine at all for me. No That's good um, I just don't Don't do the Twitter thing um, Yeah So do you tend to like Use your phone as a phone Then Yeah on, for long the longest time point? I wouldn't even text And then um, you we, know, we, we
2: just go around And yell
5: uh, didn't get Use it.
1: your
2: phone As a phone To people
5: Yeah I like It's a phone I like using it As a phone But <laughs> now I text all the time And I'm one of those people With the crooked scoliosis
2: neck You know I, uh, <laughs> Just constantly With, it, with yeah. the neck thing Not looking out Well all right, I don't know how to segue out of that, but if, <laughs> if if you want to know more about songs for snakes, they're on Facebook. Uh, you can also uh, go to Bandcamp and uh, hear some of their tunes. Absolutely, or email us at songs for snakes at yahoo.
5: Let yourself go. <laughs> Treat yourself. Yeah, really, really.
2: This has been Kona Neutron's Protonic Reversal. Bill Taylor, thank you so much for coming in. Thank you for having me. I had a great time. Yeah, and uh, everyone go to that show, May 28th at Bottom of the Hill. Andrew Falcos, Falco, thank you for calling in earlier. It's great talking to you. Radiovalencia.fm. RadioNeutron.com gets you the Protonic Reversal page where I post playlists playlist and show notes. great talking you guys see you next time test, 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 test,
3: test.
1: at sea, anyone within the sound of my voice, I've got 50,000 watts of power, I want to sound into electricity can you hear me now out on route 128 it's dark and lonely i got my radio on can you hear me now can you hear me now There is no special girl. It's the, it's the end of radio. The last announcer plays the last record. The last what? Leaves the trance. Listener. Radio.